Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. What's up, everybody? Rick Mulready here, and welcome to episode number 60 of the Art of Paid Traffic podcast. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes out of your day to hang out with me today. Really appreciate that. Today, we're going to be talking about Instagram ads. Everybody seems to be talking about them, yet I'm not seeing a ton of people use them yet outside of, of big brands. I've not yet tested them because I've really, to be honest with you, I feel like there's been a lot of conflicting information out there about them, and I want to let things kind of settle a little bit before testing. So, And, I've, and a lot of you have reached out, you know, please, Rick, cover Instagram ads here on the podcast. So that's what we're going to do today. And today I'm going to share with you the most up-to-date information that I have come across about what you need to know about Instagram, uh, Instagram ads, excuse me. Okay. So first off, if you're considering advertising on Instagram, you want to be sure that you have a strategy. You, if, you, if you know me in any way uh, and you know how I talk about Facebook ads and other forms of paid traffic, you know that I always harp on, you got to have a why. So hopefully this goes without saying, but you need to have a clear objective for why you're spending money on Instagram, okay? Now, close to 30% of the US population is now using Instagram. That's a lot of people. It's actually about 400 million monthly active users that are on Instagram right now. So if you're a business that wants to promote visual content on mobile devices, Instagram may be a great platform for you to be starting to, uh, to test out. And speaking of mobile devices, right now, ads are currently only appearing on mobile. You know, I'm sure that's going to be changing here uh, very quickly. But right now, at the time I'm recording this, it's only on mobile. Desktop, I'm sure, will be coming soon. And they can currently be image ads or video ads. Okay. Now, the recommended image size, and I'm going to talk about this again in just a, a couple of minutes here, but the recommended image size for your ad is 1080 by 1080. So 1080 pixels by 1080 pixels. Okay. If you want to run video, 
you can do a video up to 30 seconds, okay? So let's get into some more details here. Number one, you don't have to have an Instagram account to run ads on Instagram, but I want you to consider this, okay? If you don't do that, your Facebook page's name and image will be what's used on your Instagram ad because people have to wait, have to have a way to identify your business. So they're going to see your Facebook page's name and image. Also, if people are leaving comments on your Instagram ads, you won't be able to respond to comments on those ads if you don't have an Instagram account. So I recommend that you get one if you want to be doing um, Instagram ads. Now, if you already do have an Instagram account and you're going to be running or you want to start testing uh, Instagram ads, you can either connect your Instagram account to Facebook via Business Manager or a Facebook page that you're an admin of. Okay. Once you do either of those things, that'll, that's what's going to allow you to then create your ads in Power Editor. Then once you've got your ad, uh, once you've got your account connected, you're going to want to, you're going to want to be really clear on what Instagram wants from its advertisers. And that's really what I want to focus much of this episode on here talking about, you know, uh, Instagram is really picky about, um, about their ads and, and the, uh, approval process. So I want to make sure that you're really clear uh, and you're going into this whole thing with your eyes open. I mean, I've heard stories where people have had the same ads approved on Facebook, but disapproved on Instagram. Okay. So this is directly from Instagram. They say, when we review Instagram ads, we look for, they're looking for poor image quality, things like resolution, blurriness, or cropping. They're looking for poor copy. So bad grammar, um, capitalization. So if you have excessive capitalization, uh, if you have a lot of symbols, they say excessive symbols. They're also looking for relevance. So if there's a mismatch between the image and the copy or the or an irrelevant landing page, that's no bueno. They don't like that. I mean, this is this should not be earth shattering here. This is the same types of things that um, you know that Facebook is looking out for uh, as well, especially when it comes to poor copy and relevance. Okay, so pretty straightforward. They're looking for poor image quality, things like resolution, blurriness, or cropping. They're looking for poor copy. You got to have, you got to be using good grammar. You can't be using a lot of capitalization or excessive symbols. And then finally, you got to have good relevance. So you can't have a mismatch between the image and the copy or an irrelevant landing page. It has to all make sense. Okay. So that's pretty straightforward. Now, when it comes to the images specifically, they suggest that you find different ways to incorporate your brand's logo, icon, or color scheme that's going to be recognizable to the audience that you're trying to reach, okay? So they don't want you to be really blatant about it. And now this this goes back to the whole you know term native advertising. We want to be making sure that if we're going to advertise on a platform, we want to be making our ads such that this is how, this is how users are using that particular platform. And Instagram up until this point has not been you know, a major source of advertising. So use, you know, think of different ways, be unique in how you're going to be incorporating your brand's logo or icon or color scheme. You know, I've seen examples, uh, again, of larger brands where they're using like the at symbol. So at McDonald's or at Mercedes Benz, that sort of thing. And it's just sort of tastefully put on the image. Now, speaking of text on the image, the whole 20% text rule, same thing as Facebook ads that goes, that's in effect with Instagram ads as well. So your image cannot be taken up by more than 20% text. 
They also don't want you using, um, they don't want heavy use of image filters. So you can, you can use filters in your images, but they want, they want you to kind of limit it. Okay. So again, trying to keep the natural integrity of the images, uh, the images, and they really want your images to be true to your brand. Nothing cheesy, nothing shocking. Again, that really aligns with Facebook anyway. So this shouldn't be, um, too much of a, um, you know, a big question here. Ads, they say the ad should ca- uh, should capture moments, not products. This is a real big thing. So ads must not simply be a product shot. That's what they're saying, all right? Now, this is really big because, again, this goes back to the nativeness uh, <laughs> native of the platform. They want to be really focusing on lifestyle shots, capture moments with your images for your ads, but and not focusing on a specific product, okay? They want you using images that are concept-driven, okay? They would love to tell you a uh, would love you to tell a story or have a theme in your ads and in your images that you're using. Okay, so again, just th- be thinking about how people are consuming content on Instagram, and that's how you want to be thinking about the type of image and the type of ad that you, that you're going to be putting up on on the platform there. Okay, so once we now that we've covered that, let's talk about what Instagram wants to see from advertisers and how we set things up. Okay. Now, at the time I'm recording this, Instagram ads are not yet available to create in Facebook's standard ads create tool. You have to set them up in Power Editor. Yet another reason that you need to be using Power Editor for your ads, both Facebook Now and Instagram, if you're not already. And you're you're actually really setting them up very much like you would a regular Facebook ad. Okay. Um, except that right now you can only choose from one of three objectives in order to use the Instagram, uh, Instagram ad placement. And those three objectives are clicks to website. So if your goal is to drive traffic to a website or to a landing page, mobile app installs or video views. Okay. So you can only use one of those three objectives or all three, uh, in different campaigns. Um, if you want to do Instagram ads, clicks to website, mobile app installs or video views, okay? So once you've chosen your objective, then you're gonna wanna choose the Instagram option under the placements section. Right now, at the time of recording this, it has a nice big blue button that says new. You can't, you can't miss it. So um, choose Instagram option under the placements section. Now, when it comes to targeting, this is where it's really cool. You can use all the same targeting that you would for your Facebook ads. That's pretty money. You know, location, demographics, interests, custom audiences. So that means you can do retargeting and email list, um, email list, custom audience, lookalike audiences. You can do all that targeting for your Instagram ads. Okay. Now, as we're talking about setting up your Instagram ads, I want to kind of share something that I, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I don't know if I agree with what they're saying. So I'm going to read with you, read to you something that they have right uh, that has Instagram has right in their guidelines okay they say if you want the same creative to run on both the Facebook placements <clears throat> excuse me and the Instagram placement you're going to you're going to need to create a single ad set that includes both the Facebook placements that you want to use and the Instagram placement and when you upload your creative you're then you're then going to be able to crop your image for both the Facebook and Instagram placements because they're the image sizes are different. Facebook is 1200 by 628 and Instagram is 1080 by 1080. And they say, when you choose this option, your ads are going to be optimized to deliver across both platforms based on the objective that you've chosen. All right. Now, 
if you want to run ads with different creative on Facebook and Instagram, they, they're saying their guidelines say, if you like to create ads with different images on Facebook and Instagram, you should create two separate ad sets within a single campaign. In one ad set, choose the Facebook placement that you like your ad to appear. And then in the other ad set, that's where you'll choose the Instagram uh, placement and then set your ads up accordingly. And they say with this option, it's recommended that you choose the same budget for each ad set and uh, set each budget uh, equal to your campaign spending limit. And then they go on to say, keep in mind that if you set your ads up this way, you won't be able to optimize across the platforms. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. I don't buy this. You know, I don't know if this is true or not because personally, when I set my own Facebook ads up, I like to break out the placements by ad set, meaning one ad set, I'm going to be targeting the exact same group in different ad sets. So meaning in one ad set, I'm going to be targeting, I don't know, my email list. And that is the mobile desktop or excuse me, mobile newsfeed. In another ad set, it's going to be identical targeting to my email list, but then that's going to be my desktop newsfeed. So I don't see why I just can't add a third duplicate ad set, the exact same ad set in there and target my Instagram placement and then have an Instagram ad there. And then I just, I control the optimization, which I like to do. I'd much rather do that myself. So I don't know if that's true that, that they're saying in, the, in their guidelines there. If one of you guys knows whether that's true or not, let me know in the show notes page, uh, l- l- leave a comment over there. So I'm just being honest with you here. I have not yet tested the Instagram ads like I mentioned before. So I don't know if that's true. Um, okay. So when you're setting up the actual ad, again, the recommended image size is 1080 by 1080 pixels. And if you want to do video, you can do video up to 30 seconds. Another cool thing about uh, Instagram ads here is you can use the call to action button on your ads, which is really huge because normally you don't have the opportunity to have a clickable link in your post. And right now you can choose from calls to action like apply now, book now, contact us, donate now, download, learn more, shop now, sign up and watch more. I mean, that's a bunch of them. They're always testing and throwing in new calls to action there. So at the time I'm recording that, those are the ones that you can, uh, you can choose from. And then once you have that call to action, you can also use just like your Facebook ads, you can use a conversion tracking pixel on, you know, whatever, you know, on your thank you page. So pretty cool stuff here, what you can be doing with, um, Instagram ads. And like I said, I've not yet tested them. So if you've been testing Instagram ads, I'd love to hear from you. You know, have you been seeing results? Um, let me know your experience. Leave a comment on the show notes page for this episode, which is over at rickmulready.com forward slash 60. Let me know your experience and how um, they've done for you. And maybe I'll have you here on the show to uh, talk about it as a case study. I really think it's an interesting opportunity, especially now that you know it's becoming more mainstream, that it's not just open to large businesses, that Instagram has now made it available within Power Editor and shortly it will be available in the standard ads create tool. So, you know, if you want to be reaching a really targeted audience on a very cool platform, Instagram ads might be a great opportunity for you to start um, testing out. So if you want to reference a lot of what we talked about here today, be sure and check out the show notes page where I'm going to be including much of what we discussed. Again, it's at rickmulready.com forward slash 60. All right, my friends, that's all for today's episode. Got a lot more coming your way in the next episode including an interview with Brian Harris from Video Fruit. Brian's a, a buddy of mine. He's going to be sharing a case study of how he's using Facebook ads in his business 
to grow his email list. He's all about um, email list growth and teaching you how to do that. And in the next episode, he shares everything that he did, the strategy, what funnel he used, what funnel didn't work, what funnel he actually ended up going with. Um, he shows, he t- talks about what worked overall, what didn't work. He's a really smart guy. And I'm going to be talking to him on the next episode and having him break everything down for you. So until then, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business, and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators' ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.